recording. Spencerberg podcast starting in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. It is Friday morning or What's afternoon, up? I guess. And we're here today with Parker, Spencer, and the one and only George. George. Hello. Welcome Hello. back, Hello. George. Up, George. Hello. Finally, dude. So this is episode, I believe, 29 or it might be 30. I don't know. We lost yeah. track a couple days ago. It doesn't matter. It's one of those. We're sitting on two episodes not edited. This is number three that I have to edit. So we got a lot of Damn. content to upload. But dude, George. What's up? You're here finally, bro. Yep. It's been a while. I know that this whole crazy pandemic threw everything off between everybody here. And now you're back in the office. I'm back. How's it feel? Feels good. Feels good being back, being back on the normal routine. Yep. Back on the grind. And how's the it grind. how's the car doing? Uh it's a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Everyone know how we all know how that goes <laughs> yeah, right now. You don't even need to say anything else. Yeah. What car do you have again? I have a 2004 uh 325 ci e46 it's a 325 m dang oh, m package <laughs> this, that yeah. guy, I, I blacked out halfway through that it's like when he talks about computer parts we're both like 3500 hg diesel atx 9000 yeah, like what <laughs> when i got the car the owner had a bunch of m badges all over i remember that i yeah. bought it and badges on the front and there was a siren the back, and there's a siren a police siren in that thing i remember yeah. that bro that's <laughs> sick so that's why i called the m325 ci because i'm, I'm kind of sad you got rid of all that stuff because like i actually still i still have it it's not on it oh, okay so we can it's install it maybe so yeah parker wants it. a hit for his car yeah yeah he definitely double does. m yeah. double m dude yeah, I, I i parked next to a five series last night and it had an M badge on it. And I'm like, I don't even have an M3 badge on my car. And that thing had an M badge on a 5 Series. And I'm like, ah. You have a sticker. You do a boing. I don't have anything. Dude. <laughs> I don't have any badge on my car. Because when I unwrapped it, uh, we or when I wrapped the car, we never put it back on. Oh. And I was just like, eh, I'll buy a new one. And then I've never bought one yet. You don't so. need one. People know what it is. Eh, I want to. I want to get a 335i sticker on it. Oh, or you know, you know. I want to reverse it. I've never seen someone do the reverse. Of like having M three and then put a three series badge that's on it. True, what's the worst? What's the worst of the three series? Like the what's the little three, stupid hatchback one? There's a three twenty i in Europe. There's an X i. I'm pretty sure three three twenty X i of the E ninety two. The X is like the all wheel drive, which is like a higher spec. Oh, not the. I was thinking E thirty six for some reason. Yeah, the E thirty six has a three eighteen. Yeah, that's it. Ti, yeah. but it's cool though. It's dope. It's super cool. It's like yeah, it's like a two door hatchback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are actually pretty badass. It's super cool. I think it's super cool. Well, do you I, think it's cool? I think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should get that badge, but uh, I'd highly suggest not to. It'd be, it'd be a good flex. It'd be a flex it'd be, for It'd be Instagram. funny. Everyone on Instagram would probably give you crap for it, but I mean. Did anyone see the new M4 picture that leaked last night? The gray one? Yeah. 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 Someone DM me and like, dude, it looks like a beaver. <laughs> That's the best explanation I've had so far of somebody telling me about that car. <laughs> I don't think it's the M4. I think it's like an M440i or something. Because there's like no hood bulge and like there's no front lip. Like it doesn't look that aggressive. And the fitment isn't that crazy. I really think that's not the M4. I have a hard time believing that it's an actual photo. I have like, you know, like they did a lot of Photoshop on the grill. Like bringing the grill down literally to the floor, down yeah. to the bumper. I feel I have a hard time believing that that's the actual yeah i mean Design. for a first color to be or the first picture of that to be leaked of like a real car the color was a good choice it's like a grigio telesto mm -hmm. 
I don't know what BMW's code is for that, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get heat for it, but I love it. I love the like new, it. I love it. I think it's so cool looking, dude. So that's going to do for this podcast. <laughs> uh, I've had, okay, so think about this, though. I remember the first time I saw the new Supra, and I was like, dude, this thing sucks. This thing is yeah. so ugly. Everybody was like that. It's not true to like the I OG lo- one, I blah, blah, blah. And then when I started seeing more of them, and then like the, the, kit starting coming out i felt i fell in love with that i was like it's a good looking car yeah it's not bad and then everyone's talking crap about it but it has bmw parts i think this is going to do the same thing is that when bmw releases a new car it's always super high off the ground it's it no spacers on it, so it's all sunken in yeah. usually they choose a weird color like how a lot of companies do but then once you see one in like white that's lowered on wheels you, you you're like oh wait this is actually really sick so I think yeah. it'll look really good with having like a different bumper or different mods, but I like it a lot. Seeing it in person helps. I remember started when I started seeing the Supras on the road. Yeah. Like on the freeway, I was like, wow. It sent it out. I was like, yeah. wow, that car looks good. And it didn't really look how I imagined it to look. It was super sharp, super low. Yeah. The color looks nice. I've seen a white one. It looks nice. So maybe, hopefully, maybe they're for, I maybe want it to look good. Those front grills are just terrible. But I think like all the aftermarket companies are just going to make a bumper for it that has regular size grills like right away. Cause like the grills are so big that I think it gets like the intake air and like intercooler air in the same like tall grill. It's a lot of air, dude. I it's think they just need, they're going to suck up all the air. I know. Like that's <laughs> not going to work. Well, at least it has good airflow on these <laughs> fast in the canyons. I just think it needs like the normal BMW grills and then like another small, mesh grill on the bottom and then maybe some cool fog lights I so 335 eyes what you're explaining right now yeah that's it's pretty so much it. like, no that's like any bmw bumper like that's what they've I, always been and they changed it up too much it looks like a lexus i'm sad and um yeah man i think they lost the plot i think you might think be right done. that it's not maybe an m4 because it didn't have like the traditional it the does hood bulge it has yeah. the opposite. It has two hood lines that are inverted. <laughs> like so it, in. it goes with the grill. Like the actual grill has these lines to it. Then the hood has the same thing. But it could be like the fenders don't look big enough. The, there's there's not a lot of aggressiveness going on. I think it could have a lot more for sure. Yeah. Well, it makes me sad. If you guys are watching the video right now, you can see on my screen, I got an E46 M3. This is where it's at. <laughs> um, oh my god, I love that. I photo. mean, yeah, I'm still gonna be diehard E90X fan for sure. Same. You'll never get. I, I don't think we'll ever get what kind of cars we have from like 2010 and older. Oh, never. There's. No, it's not gonna it's be the never same. Gonna happen. I it's, mean, people are obsessed with technology and are obsessed with going faster, being more comfortable, um, fuel economy, easier to drive, yeah. fuel economy. So, which sucks, but. That just means we gotta make money and then buy like five of five E nineties and yes. five E forty sixes. Yes. And just and an E thirty and then buy a bunch of V ten engines and put V tens in everything. Yeah. Perfect. George, what's your favorite car right now? Number one favorite car? Uh E forty six M three. It's been like it's that forever. Be, it's gonna be like that forever, it's huh? It's gonna be yeah. like that for a while. That's uh, when I think right when you said that, oh we gotta buy a bunch of V tens, I gotta buy a bunch of E forty six M3s. Yeah. I gotta buy one first. What, so, what's your dream spec right now? Like, if you let's just say you have a hundred thousand dollars right now, and you oh. you can go buy an E forty six M three. Like, what's your spec? I've been obsessing over a Dakar Yellow E forty six. There's one on the market right now for thirty yeah. k. 
Oh my that god. That car yellow, it black interior. Manual? It's so nice. No, it's SMG. So a manual Dakar yellow would do manual a lot more. Manual Dakar yellow. They're so rare. So rare. It I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I've it's, only it's seen like the pastel E36. yellow. It's a beautiful yeah. color, but problem is people charge so much for them and it's like for me um having one of those colors would be cool but i would never spend the money or like get a car loan for one of those right now when i have the money sure if it's a collector's car that'd be cool but right now it doesn't make sense i'd rather just have like a normal carbon black or silver gray e46 and kind of build that up and have fun with it i wouldn't even want to drive it if i got it i wouldn't even want to drive exactly it. and that's what uh Austin's having a problem with right now. He's selling his Laguna Seca Blue mm-hmm. um, E46 M3, and he hasn't felt he doesn't want to track it, and he doesn't want to drive it too hard because the color is so beautiful, and he's scared of like rock chips and stuff. Yeah. So he's gonna get rid of that. And I think he's getting an M4. Um, but yeah, that's like the disadvantage of one like some of those colors. Yeah, you know they they're just so rare and like so sought after that you almost like don't want to risk messing it up at all well, it would be nice to get two one garage clean yeah. and then another ripper reinforced subframe that's what i want to do something banners. like that with having yeah. i would love to find another interlagos blue e90 m3 yeah with like delivery miles or like a laguna seca blue or something really rare and just let that sit and have that to be like a collector car and then go to like yeah. sunday car shows and then on top of that have a fully track spec e90 just yeah. gutted to everything but at the same time, it's like life is short and you got to drive cars. So like it's like part s- of me would be like, I think if I actually owned like a really rare color, like messing metallic, I would just <laughs> I would just mod it up and drive it and be known as the hero that, you know, has some individual color that rips on his car. And I think that's how it should be, too, because it's like three if, layers of PPF. <laughs> if, if you find let's say you're you're like going out one night or, you know, you're on hinge or something and you meet this girl just perfect spec female just perfect <laughs> going spec everything everything you want loving caring everything and then you take her home and you're like i'm actually gonna save you for the next person that's what it's like when you buy a collector car and exactly. you, you feel you're like what am i doing yeah. that's how i would feel like because every car i've had i've done fifty thousand miles plus every yeah. single time it's like exactly and so the- you're gonna drive that car you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna buy that car and you're gonna I would, drive it. I would drive it if I had the money to do so. Right now I don't. That's why I have a carbon black one. But uh that color is also not pretty nice. I think it's a good color. And, uh, I liked it. You didn't like it at first. I didn't, but you now didn't like now it. it's growing on me. Whenever I do paint correction, it's gonna be great. It's gonna look amazing. But you drove my my car and that was the first E forty six M three you've driven. Yep. What do you think of it? So that was the first E forty six I've driven. I've been in I've been in one before. I thought I love I love the drive I love drive I loved I loved it yeah. I just think it has the analog feel you know it's just raw super the, raw it's a lot of engine noise a lot of, when you're at hard high RPMs yeah that engine just it just like it sinks it, just it feels screams. like it's gonna explode it lets yeah. you know. every time it's like, like a GT3 RS Parker takes me out and we just go down Red Hill and it's just I'm holding on and everything's shaking everything's like <laughs> high revving so much noise is happening yeah but I think that's what gets like you involved in connectivity yeah. where you get into an M4 and sure you could do a 600 horsepower setup and just rip in a straight line. But all you're doing is really pressing a button. Yeah. I can say the same thing for DCT, but I feel like the V8 with my car, you have more connectivity, but with yours, it's like, dude, it's raw. It's it super you know, high strung. Like, for sure. yeah, I love revving out to like 
just barely past 8,000 <laughs> and where it just like it all it just becomes like a symphony essentially where it all kind of blends together and like smooths out at the very top but yeah it's it's pretty violent like the way it sounds and the way it revs up but it's it's been fun so far and i'm I glad think, like i you know i've been able to like give you the opportunity to drive one because yeah. now you know that you really do want one yeah i think that's re the reason why a lot of people like them i've talked to a lot of owners of course of like the e46 and they just and they have I noticed that a lot of people who do own E46 own a lot of like, oh, the C63 or the Porsche, like a lot of people yeah. own 911s and they'll have the <clears throat> the E46 as a track car. Yeah. And they basically, they like it because of the analog feel because those other cars don't have that feel for yeah. them. So they use it as a track car. It's just that analog feel, the raw feel. Yeah. It's honestly like the perfect candidate for a track car. I mean, the E90 generation is too, but I don't know what it is with the E46. They just... It just feels old, but in the best way possible. It feels much smaller. Like, yeah, it's, you're, it's I like think a you're car. in a lot. You feel like you have a lot more control because with my car and even the E90, it's a bigger car. It's yeah. definitely big. Like yeah. when we park next to each other, my car is much longer, even though yeah. I have like a GT4 lip. It looks longer, but it still is much bigger. And then we have a picture of your car, my car, and then an E60 M5. And the size difference is massive. Yeah. And like the roof line, like the E46s are so short. Mm -hmm. Like, and when you step into it, like my car is, you know, it's on springs. It's not super low, but when you step into it, it's like very low to the ground. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a Porsche Cayman or anything, but yeah, compared to the e E90 series, it's definitely smaller. But you, you drove a Porsche Cayman last night. Yeah. And you're in love. The Cayman S. The, I think it was a 981. Did you fall generation. asleep smiling? Yes. Were you smiling the whole your whole sleep yes. just laying there smiling? Yeah, yeah you your roommate fat. <laughs> your, your roommate fat let me drive his Cayman S. Uh I believe it's a twenty fourteen. And it has like all the bolt ons. It has like a GT three throttle body. Has a GT three plenum. It has a tune, uh headers, headers, um, full exhaust, and it it's just like that thing was amazing to drive. And the steering that's the best steering I've ever felt. Porsche has great steering. Porsche too. has the best steering. Even analog cars, like I, when I drove the GT3 RS 4.0, like that car, that's analog. That's the biggest, yeah. like that's the biggest comparison to an E46 M3 with analog classic feel. Yeah. You get that raw emotion, and when you modify it, dude, it's it's a different story. And Fat put a lot of time and effort into that car, and you can feel yeah. like you don't see that often, especially with him running a GT4 front bumper, and he painted the, uh, uh, I think it's polyurethane or whatever the flexible piece is, he painted it white. Yeah. And it looks so much cooler. Yeah. And it, it looks low, but it's not crazy low. But when you get into it, you're like on the ground. Yeah. It's like one an of F1 days, car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of these days, I do want to get a Cayman GT4. That's like the ultimate. And the fact that it has more power than that, like, you know, his makes like 330 wheel horsepower and it felt really fast. Yeah. And the fact that it's so small, so nimble. It's literally like on the ground. He has a thing slammed. I, I, I don't like it how there's so many people. I remember... This is just kind of something that popped up in my head. I was at a gas station one time in a twin turbo Huracan. I was doing a video for my YouTube channel. It was the the red one. And yeah. we were at a gas station and some somewhat car guy came up and he's like, hey, how much power is that thing putting down? And the guy who built the car was like, oh, you know, like 750, 800. And the guy's like, why not a thousand? 
It's like who the numbers don't mean a lot when you're yeah. building something for a certain purpose. Okay, maybe that car was built for flames for Instagram, or maybe that car was built to go run Texas 2K to hit you know uh, 250 miles an hour. Whatever yeah. the purpose is, my point being is that with an S65 V8 or with a car like an E46 M3 or like the Porsche, they may not have 500, 600, 800 horsepower, but you don't need that much power to have fun. No, you need not. you need. I think more of a driver mod is what people need to look at and the experience. It's not about numbers. Sure, the M4, you throw on E85, you do downpipes and you have 600 horsepower. Yeah, That's great. You can do burnouts in fourth gear. But when you're going through the canyons at 6 a.m. at sunrise with two V8s, I mean, goosebumps thinking about it. When you and I yeah. went through the canyon, yeah. there's nothing like it. There's well, nothing like there's it. There's also like limitations to a car. Like even, even a track car um, and even on this, obviously on the street as well, you can really only use 500 horsepower, like max, I'd say. Like where are you going to use 1,000 horsepower? Like more than that, like when we did that video with the twin turbo uh, Gintani uh, E92 M3, that thing made 868 wheel horsepower. That felt like so, like it felt controlled, but it felt like you're flying. Like yeah. you could, like if that thing snaps, you're done. Yeah. Like there's no way you can catch that. It's so much power, like going to the ground and... He did like a fourth gear pull and in a couple of seconds we were doing like 160 and I was like, this is like on the street. It's like not usable. No, because first of all, you go to jail. Second of all, it's just, it's for the street. It's too hard. Yeah. It's too hard. And that's why so many people crashed the, um, Oh five, four GT is all these dudes. Let's just say like the golfer guys, older, yeah. older demographic, they'd go out and floor it. And they wouldn't realize that's a lot of power for that car, yeah. that generation. And it, a lot of those would spin out and crash. And I think there is a limitation to certain cars. And there's a reason why I think enthusiasts appreciate cars like us that are, oh, only 300 horsepower. Dude, your face looked like it hurt from smiling when you got out of that car last night. It, and when you say yeah. it on paper, 333 horsepower, that's it sounds low. And it kind of yeah i mean it, what i mean george what do you think about it like what do you well, think about this about cars and the horsepower I, and stuff i think there's a balance because for, for me i like the 300 horse i like the e40 the e46 m3 doesn't put down a lot of power and it it is kind of tough to put a lot of power of course you can put yeah. supercharger and all that but um without any a supercharger or something like that like you you can't really put over 400 and nothing i've never seen anything like that yeah and i like that area I do. I really think it's fun. Well, it's I've never power. been. I've never been a big like horsepower person. I know with your three thirty five I, you wanted to put down more power, more horsepower, and it was fun. And yeah. you were pushing like four hundred, four hundred wheel, yeah. But like, and I had dreams of doing a single turbo build on that. But I started to realize that, you know, you just start breaking so much stuff at that power level. And I rather just enjoy a car that's lower power. And I, you know, I started to gain interest for like doing more canyon stuff and learning how to drive a car that's well balanced and kind of like the backbone of a car is like mainly motorsport so that's kind of why i got into the m3 i think it's it's just it's just based on what people want just what they want yeah. like it like spencer was saying if 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 uh depending on the purpose of the car like if you want to go to canyons i know if i had a 500 horsepower car i, I don't know what the hell i would do with all that yeah power. On the, on the road, I'd get in trouble. Well, it's funny because I talked to um, John, United 2 Jake Peg on Instagram, and he has a 335 with um, pure stage 2 turbos, and it makes, like, over 600 wheel. Um, thing is insane. 
he always he always he would always upload like highway roll, roll videos of him just doing like no lift shifts and stuff just ripping the the freeway like racing four five eights and beating them yeah <laughs> and then like he started driving that frs um i think it's his like girlfriend's car or something but he started drifting that and doing more like canyon stuff with that and he's like dude i never realized like straight line speed takes no skill yeah like and it's not rewarding. He's like, I started to get bored of my car, like big time. And so he's like driving this FRS and drifting it around. It's been so hard to learn how to like actually drive. And he's like, I think you've made the right choice going to an M3. And he's like been the biggest advocate for a 335, like the M54 platform for the longest time. Yeah. But he realized that, you know, just performance driving um, is like way more interesting and actually takes skill. There's something about it when you know that there's an on-ramp coming up and you're going a hundred and you're like, how fast can I take this? Yeah. That there's, and, and then before that you, you floor the, you know, the throttle to the ground and it's like, okay, you know, that's kind of cool. It's fun. Yeah. You get some adrenaline rush, but once you go into a turn, you're like, okay, where's the apex? When do I turn? How's the braking? Can I give it throttle? What gear should I be in? Where should I aim to put my tires? There's a lot more happening. Yeah. And I think that's why I enjoy it too. It's much more engaging. And uh, I guess when you live a little bit more on the edge of adrenaline, it's more fun, I think. I, yeah. mean, I know it's going 200 miles an hour is crazy, but that's like, that's too much. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How often can you do that? I, I, every time I leave my house, the, the first two or three corners I take, I can always hit reasonably hard. Yeah. But in a straight line, I can't, you know, I, I live eight minutes away. I can't do 100 down 10 stoplights. Your E92 exactly. sticks to the ground. It literally sick. Remember when we took your E90, the E90 M3 through a corner? I think me and Parker were in the car. Yeah. Taking it through a, through a corner. Oh, my God. It yeah. sticks to the ground. It would stick to the ground. You got to yeah. ride in the E92. Yeah, like it changes. The whole perspective is different with the E90. The E92. I don't have sway bars in this one, and it, it grips. Yeah, I drove it the other day, and it's insane. Like, I'm sure once you get fresh tires on it, feel cra- and i didn't even like i pushed it but i didn't obviously push the, the limits or anything but yeah you really. push it more in the straight line but when you get yeah. it into corners dude it's it's pretty impressive once you get into an on-ramp going 60 when it says 25 it's yeah. insane yeah and the seats too made a huge a huge difference i need seats big time right now oh, because if you, if you I were in, slide around it's so bad if you're in his position what would you do as far as mods go what would be the first thing you do besides maintenance stuff obviously if i had the m3 yeah besides maintenance which one of the first mods you consider i'm I uh, Parker's gonna know, but it's brakes. I love really? big brakes. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Apple CarPlay. Apple CarPlay. <laughs> I thought, you, I thought you were gonna say applesauce. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he loves Apple CarPlay. Apple CarPlay is a must. You yeah. gotta have that late that Drake <laughs> at night. I might do. Okay, so last night we were with Ashton, and he just has really aggressive brake pads on his E90 M3 track car. They're very loud, but they're very impressive. Yeah. He well, he let me ride in it, and the first time we broke really hard, I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The sound is worth it because it's easy to go fast, but it's hard to slow down. And when yeah. you can slow down, dude, I mean, you could – your lap times would improve by – I'd yeah. say legitimately by times five. Yeah. So I'm thinking of, like, maybe just doing a nice set of pads first because the E46 and 3 brakes are pretty junk, like – Pretty sure it's like a single piston caliper and just there's not a lot of like um potential with it so most, single piston most people go God. like um bbk with those like almost immediately especially if they're going to do any sort of performance driving which one of these days i will for sure it's just like those kits are like five grand they're expensive yeah so expensive i never understood it but then you start to make sense of it of what they do and what they can do for your lap times and for driving yeah. and 
I think that goes along with driving experience too. Because when when you're in a car like E92 or when you're in a car like E46, I had recently done a video on an M4, and the thing's fast. But dude, you're so yeah. you said that you're so comfortable, you're so cozy. There's like yeah. room. When you get into our cars, we're smushed in there. You got to shift. You got to you got to wait for it to warm up. It smells really bad. But that's a whole experience of having the car like that. That you get to. Yeah. I think the best quote that I could say is that every time that I've driven any of my cars that I've modified or any car like yours, it's never just driving a car. It's an experience every time. Yeah. And I think that's what makes a car like that, that we have so special. Yeah. Parker's yeah. car is kind of rough too. It's not like your car daily driving. I can, I can see why it would be tough, but like yeah. for, I think for you and me, I don't even think about, Oh, this is tough. I don't even think about that. Like driving, yeah. I would drive to work every single day, like 45 minutes to an hour in traffic in my manual. And I would never, yeah. I would never even like, yeah, say, I would I'm never the same question way too. I'm in like, my bucket seats and like, you know, hard suspension. I'm like, eh, I love this. It's just what yeah, it, it's it's just like what a it huge is. For me, it's not a huge deal. Yeah. And that's why I, like, I want to do seats right away. My, when my car idles, everything vibrates, just like the mirrors, everything vibrates. And, um, but honestly, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. It's yeah. Yeah. meant to be, it's going to be like a track built car and hopefully I can go to a track day soon because your roommate and uh, Ashton have been going. Yeah, I want to join them for sure. I'm jealous. They they go shoot guns and go to the track, and I've missed both of um, them so far. That sounds both super times American. I'm like, I want to go. <laughs> so I'm ready for that too, and I want to do more mods. But as of today, as of 30 minutes ago, I just ordered all of my sim racing stuff. Mm. So that'll be here. My rig will be here in two weeks from Sweden or something, and then I got all my pedals and everything. And Parker, he's about to close a deal on a whole setup. Yeah, I'm only paying like, um, I'm not going to tell you where it's at, so none of you steal it. But, <laughs> um, basically, it's a, I think it's a Logitech G920 uh, wheel with pedals. Um, and a seat. And then it has, it's a play seat. And it's all, it's been used for like a year. A guy used it like once a week um, for 350 bucks. That's so cheap, dude. I think that's a good deal. That's those a great deal. Because those play seats are what? Like 200 bucks maybe? Yeah, I think altogether it's probably a $600 setup, 700 Yeah. So you're getting a solid deal on it. And yeah. mine, I've done brand deals before. Uh, my last one wasn't a brand deal. I just did the video for fun. I wanted to make a sim racing setup and it wasn't what I wanted. And then now I'm, I built something that I think I'm excited for, which I'm pumped. And I'm, I'm going to stick to Xbox only. PC is too much. Yeah, George is the PC guy. You're gonna you'll you'll come to PC soon. I I'll have the variety of it. I think is is having the the playability to do Xbox with my homies and do like online stuff, and then I racing on a PC is more for competitive stuff. And I'm yeah I'm not super competitive. I never have been my whole life, but it's cool because you can download like Angeles Crest on your PC and go race at Angeles Crest yeah. or Azusa Canyon. You can yeah. download Porsche Cup cars and stuff like that. But you're a PC guy. You can do now. I think this is fairly new, but now on PC you can play Xbox. Oh, like games. an emulator or whatever. Yeah. There's like there's like the app. They have like an Xbox app now where you can oh. play Xbox. Games yeah, I know like with that. this you can run Parallels in, on a Mac and you can have Windows on it, which is an option that I may look into. Um, but I think for the sake of content and the idea behind what I'm doing is a budget build mm -hmm. where it's a reasonably priced seat, rig, TV, steering wheel, pedals, all that. And I think in, to keep the cost thousands of dollars cheaper, an Xbox would make it. Yeah. It'd make yeah. it way cheaper. Because PCs, like, 
low, low, low ender thousand dollars. Yeah. So I'm trying to be easy with it. Didn't you start playing a new game too? You're telling me about. Yeah, I started playing Valorant. A little bit of Valorant. It's a new game. What game is it? What do you do? It's a five v five FPS shooter. It's pretty cool. cool. It's fun. I think it's fun. Not bad. That's cool. I've never. I, I play with the steering wheel too. <laughs> <laughs> just like Noel. Hey. Dude, that was the funniest video. He was crying in that video. He was literally just turning and then impressed the paddle. And he <laughs> shot the guy in his path and he's like, I killed him. And he put the mic away because he was laughing so hard. Yes, they did pretty well with that. It's surprising. Well, George, welcome back. I appreciate good to be you back. coming back, man. I'm excited to see what we can do. We have uh, a lot of opportunities coming up and. Yep. I'm glad to have another BMW in the parking lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Up hopefully a new one soon, maybe. Hopefully E46 M3. Hopefully, maybe. We'll see. That'd be dope. It's a good deal. The lineup would be sick. I know, it would be sick. It's Every, gonna be deck call, you look. Everyone here Dat has call, BMWs yeah. now. <laughs> I know. It's a trip. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, please feel free to give the video a thumbs up and subscribe. We're available on all platforms if you want to listen on Spotify, on Anchor, and also on Apple Podcast. Once again, this is episode 29 or 30. We don't know. We have no idea. Can't keep track. Parker, you want to close this one out? Um, Yeah. Make sure you guys uh, like this video. Leave a comment down below. And uh, if you're not subscribed, make sure you are. Let us know what you think about the new M4, too. I want to hear an argument in the comments. Yep. Um, But, yeah, that's going to do it. George, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Um, And we'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you guys for watching. Peace out. Peace. Bye.